0: The views and opinions expressed on deeply upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the geeks under the influence network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Fuck, Mary kill. Late night talk show host edition. Nice. (laughs) I've been watching a lot of them recently uh, as they've been coming back from their holiday break. Mm -hmm. And so this came up. So we've got uh, for number one, your favorite, James Corden.
1: Oh, easy. Okay.
0: Jimmy Fallon. Okay. And Stephen Colbert.
1: Okay. 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 No, actually, this is super easy because I have really, because I thought there were some chat.
0: I know you have opinions on all three, and yeah. there's definitely kind of a level yep. of appreciation. Yep. But the Mary and the the, the the fucking Mary. Mary. (laughs) Yeah. Because you know
1: that I want to fuck and marry Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Stephen, if you're listening to this, don't do anything because you and your wife seem really happy together. So just ignore me completely and I will (laughs) admire you from afar. I am not encroaching on your beautiful love. (laughs) So I'm obviously going to marry Stephen. Yeah. Um, He is... Very sexy in just like an intelligent way. I do get,
0: he's the sexy nerd kind of vibe. Yeah,
1: totally. He's so fucking smart. He's so well-spoken. He could school me in Lord of the Rings, which is my big thing, but that's like his gargantuan thing. And so he could like, you know, tell me all about it. And I would listen and like drink a nice bottle of wine and just be like, you're hot like the whole time. (laughs) And then we make passionate love and that's our marriage. So that's that's what's gonna happen for me. Okay, definitely gonna marry Stephen Colbert. The easiest choice of my life, truly. <laughs>
0: okay, I like that I made it so easy for you. Yes, you did, Stephen Colbert. The uh, the the creator of the term truthiness.
1: Yes, uh-huh. way ahead
0: of its time. Yes, honestly, that term is has more prevalent
1: now than it was when he came up with it. He's the I am America one, right? He wrote that book, and so can you. Yeah, yes. exactly. So yep. maybe he can be America now. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> right. Cuz it hasn't been him for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to marry him. I'm going to fuck Jimmy Fallon as much as I don't want to. I really don't. I have qualms with Jimmy Fallon. I don't know. He's like too I'm your buddy guy, whatever kind of deal for me um where he just feels like he's literally like placating everyone at all times and is just like here for a good time i don't know he fucked it up for me and i know that this is you know gonna hurt him personally if he ever listens to this because he was just trying to like win my affections but i really did not enjoy when he had donald trump on when they were agreed you know running and he like ruffled his hair ruffled and was like his this hair. guy you know that's his whole deal yeah. he's like what what do you stand for man like what What exactly are you trying to do? He's the guy
0: that will high five you after sex, but then it's followed by a very awkward, unnecessarily long silence.
1: Yeah, I can totally see that. And you've got nothing. He's just like dead behind the eyes and is like kind of smiling weirdly. And you're like, "Uh, are you having an existential crisis? Was this like the best sex of your life? I I, I couldn't tell you.
0: And this is a personal opinion, but I don't think Jimmy Fallon is he himself funny. His reactions no. to other people that are funny is what makes him funny. True. That that's why it works for talk show hosts because he's just literally yes-anding whatever he's is happening. He's great at yes-anding. Yeah, he's yeah great absolutely. At that. But as far as like he himself, like he's, he he's he is not leading that humor. Right. So, and I feel like as far as a lover, he's probably that way as well that his his reactions to stuff but he he's not the leader in in the bedroom. He's uh, no, he's not, up. and
1: neither am I. So that's why like I'm not looking forward to this whole sexual exploration that we're having. But
0: there's gonna be a lot of I don't do you, no I don't know. Oh, you're that, putting your
1: leg. Oh, okay, okay, oh, no, so, no, no, that's good. Yeah,
0: but I was gonna
1: what? do that. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, do yeah.
0: Okay, no, wait, but, no, do
1: what you're so gonna where? do. Tell I me. don't know. Do, what? Uh, okay, uh, okay. Um,
0: uh,
1: I'm just gonna um. Go into like a classic missionary, I guess. I I got nothing. Like, I feel like he would be the type. I'm gonna look at
0: this poster of Bo Derek and right. Uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> who me? Yeah, yeah I would. Yeah, right. <laughs> I definitely would. Hit me up, Bo Derek. Just kidding. She won the lottery. You know who she's with, right? No. John Corbett.
0: Oh wow! Okay, the sexy
1: youth pastor of all of our fantasies. Tell <laughs> yeah. me he does not have big youth
0: pastor energy. I, you know what? I will say that I that makes sense to me. But
1: like electrifying.
0: <laughs> but I never ever 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 (laughs) thought in my life big youth pastor energy for anyone
1: only him he's the only one he is the biggest youth pastor of our our time i don't even think he's like christian or anything but anyways he and bo derrick have been together for literally like 30 years and they're like old hippies they like refuse to get married and they're just like living their lives i think they have a farm it's very sexy they're just
0: like getting coffee with uh kurt russell and goldie hahn being like isn't it great not to be married and they're like yeah it's fucking awesome
1: i want to be there that sounds so fun i want to get coffee i want to serve them coffee (laughs) i'm i'm pretty accepting of my state in life so i would be the one serving them or like bussing their table and just listening and being like you guys are cool and they're like be gone peasant (laughs) i'm like that's fair perfect yep um so yeah jimmy fallon uh, he has like try hard big brother energy i feel like you know like he's just trying to like be a part of the cool table all the time and he's been told that he's, like, kind of funny, so he gets away with it. And so, like, popular dudes are, like, kind of mean to him. And he's like, oh, guy, okay, cool, guys. I'll see you later. Like, he has that vibe. where, like, I couldn't tell you a single thing that I think Jimmy Fallon actually feels about people. Because he's, like, always on. You know?
0: He feels when he was on SNL, it's like those old uh, cartoons where there was the big pit bull. And there was a little yippy dog that yep. bounced around. Yep. The- Will Ferrell is the pit bull, definitely, and then Jimmy Fallon was the
1: like yep 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 it's really fun guy. Let's do more jokes. Exactly, and don't get me wrong, like Jimmy Fallon is funny. I don't find him unfunny. I don't always find him funny, but he has his moments. Like he's he's got some good stuff going on. You know, I feel
0: like we. It sounds like we've been shitting on Jimmy Fallon, but I agree. Is that like there's a place for him? I yeah. think honestly, Tonight Show is a good place for him because it is. that's that like mediocre level of comedy that we've come to appreciate post Carson. Yes, because. Carson was a different level entirely. Yes. Leno, not unfunny. No. But it's not like making your parents laugh kind of funny. Oh,
1: for sure. And I
0: feel like Jimmy Fallon is like younger, but Mm -hmm. he's got that vibe of like grandmothers love Jimmy Fallon. Right.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like he is for everyone. He, He is supposed to be the person for us all. I don't know. It's just not edgy enough. I don't think that the sex will be good but we're gonna do it anyway because i'm not gonna marry him and also i don't really want to kill him
0: like he doesn't have any kind of secret like army hammer shit going on for mm-hmm. him where he's just like i want to literally eat your vagina like i oh, want to yeah. chew on it
1: Ooh, topical and like yeah.
0: season it with like seasoning salt and then like get down on it and that
1: if anybody hasn't heard about that army hammers uh dms have been leaked And, you know, not to kink shame or anything, though, not all of it seemed consensual. So that's going to be kink shamed. Uh, He is into some cannibal fantasy land stuff and maybe not fantasy because he talked about eating an animal and it was still warm and the heartbeat and all that shit.
0: It's it's kind of a weird line because I am definitely like anti like kink shaming people for their stuff as long as everybody's like yeah, healthy yeah. and if happy board. and everybody's on board. Cool. Fucking do your thing. Even stuff that I'm like, yeah, it's still like oh, a, sure. not my thing, but you don't do yuck do. somebody's yum. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> don't yuck somebody's yum. Exactly. <laughs> but it's also going kind to of come out that there are a lot of people that were really like Really thrown off by it. That and was his ex wife is like not in, uh, yeah, like calls him a monster and shit. The and... one that
1: was kind of like low key funny in the way that it's not that funny when you think about it is he said one of those creepy things where he was like, I just want to like just drink your blood with a straw or some shit like that when they were having like regular sexy conversation. And she literally typed like, Oh, not this again. <laughs> like, Please no. stop bringing up oh, how no. you want to like eat my flesh and break my bones and shit. The thing that I think
0: <laughs> tampers this down a little bit more mm-hmm. for me is that I have so many friends that of varying levels of like Sure, stuff yeah. that I can absolutely see somebody I know having like a Tinder conversation and be right. like, "Yeah, oh yeah, no, I that that's really sexy." Like, what other kind of dress do you think you're going to wear to the thing?" I was right. like I was thinking of a sinking number. It was like, "I want to eat your skin." Right. that's <laughs> a response <laughs> like, "What?" I mean, no, like <laughs> metaphorically <laughs> yeah. like no but like do you are you picturing eating my skin right now? like well definitely yeah thinking about eating your skin thinking of like stabbing you in your eyes and they're like what I'm like no i mean not yeah. actually but maybe yep role play i
1: think the problem is that it seems if you read enough of them that the girls are kind of like Hum-hum stop it (laughs) i'm not here for it like maybe try somebody else anyways that's a whole mess and it's also a lesson that like if you're too hot you need to be stopped in some sort of way army hammer is like ungodly attractive like yeah he just from an you know an objective point of view he's like very symmetrical he's tall he's like you know built nice he looks like a fucking greek god like it's ridiculous
0: there's a difference of opinion by a lot of people uh, and and this will be maybe fair. for some people a uh, edgy opinion but mm. I think he's boring hot.
1: No, that's totally fair. Because that there's, is totally fair. there's
0: nothing interesting about him. His look, he is don't get me wrong, he yes. is incredibly handsome. Yeah, he's beautiful. Yeah, he's a very good-looking gentleman. I I'm I'm not dis- I'm not like calling him ugly or anything. No, yeah. I get it. I get why people are into him. That's fine. But there's Nothing interesting about his body.
1: I get that. So I have an important point to make about that. And my point is that there is a very specific level of person and it has nothing to do with whether you personally find them attractive. This is an objective thing. And that is the category of heartthrob. He is a heartthrob. Okay. Like a full Beefcake dude, and I think that there are varying levels of heartthrob where there are like more interesting ones that are like kind of dangerous but still fit that bill. Like R. I. P. Heath Ledger, yeah, heartthrob, more interesting. But Army Hammer is definitely like the C grade. Like I don't know what else is going on here, but like yes, you tick all those boxes, heartthrob.
0: Like, and there's varying levels of like if you were to take say a Clooney,
1: Clooney, I, I would, yeah, leave,
0: I would. He's in that heartthrob level yes but and he and the things that make him heartthrob where he's got like the cleft chin and his bone structure but it's almost cartoonish sure at the levels that he has all of that stuff yeah where it makes it almost more interesting because of how cartoonishly
1: like john ham
0: like john ham is the same thing disney
1: prince guy yeah Mm -hmm. that it
0: that's almost kind of laughably yes exaggerated the Mm -hmm. level of like the handsome feature stuff yep where it Takes it away from it being boring, yep, attractive into like a you're almost a cartoon character, you're so handsome. Very true. Yeah.
1: And you know who is, I would say, in the same category of heartthrob as Army Hammer. And this can be contested, and I'm fine with it, but I'm gonna stick to my guns here and say that Brad Pitt is the same level as Army Hammer. Okay. No, you know what? I'm I'm good with that. He's super boring hot, but we can all see it, and nobody would like turn him down in the bedroom that I know of. And so yeah, he's just kind of like, you know. There, I I want to. Uh, this may be
0: actually accessing the reasoning on why I hate this actor so much.
1: Is it Greg Kinnear? It is.
0: Well, no. And the thing is, he is, is, is it, not
1: a heartthrob. No, no, no. He
0: is somewhere in between, uh, the like boring-looking person and having exaggerated feature person, where he just looks like okay. somebody's dad that okay. has a weird fetish that might have like actually physically injured a person
1: wow, I don't get that vibe from him at all. I get that
0: where it's not like in like intentional. He's yeah. not intentionally trying to hurt people, but he's got like some weird edge play shit that can go wow. a little bit too far.
1: No, to me, he is exactly like when you would go over to your friend's house in middle school and you were starting to like feel things in your nether regions. And all of a sudden you were like, um Susie your dad's hot and she's like "Ew, no and you're like wait I just realized okay. it he's not heartthrob yeah, level like a Brad Pitt dad hot. but like yeah he's, he's dad hot yeah. Greg Kinnear is dad hot I know how much you hate him but you gotta give him that
0: like Greg Kinnear is like if he, if he was a Pokemans uh, and then he was about to like uh, move up to the next level of Pokemans, but he got stuck somewhere in between the the two yeah. levels of Pokemans. Mm-hmm. That's Greg Kinnear. Definitely, like he started forming the Cleft Chin, but he just stopped halfway.
1: Arrested development. Yeah, yeah. like
0: he he's not like Army Hammer, just like everything symmetrical, attractive. Yep. But he's not like cartoon level. He's somewhere right in the middle there, yep. where he's like starting to form into like I'm cartoonishly. Here. Nope. Yeah. Okay, right there, right in the middle. Yep. Yeah,
1: see, this is why we have to appreciate our brothers in arms who are ugly hot like Adam Driver. He is a modern day heartthrob for a little weirdo where he looks like an old timey criminal and we (laughs) all want him to hold us up.
0: (laughs) Correct. Like give less time to the Greg Kinnears of the world and really focus on the uh, Adam Drivers. Okay, no and the... one
1: is giving anything to the Greg Kinnears. You're the only one giving anything to him, and it's all hatred. All <laughs> Other hatred. Than that, I hate him so much. Nobody else is doing anything I hate about him. Greg Kinnear. I, I hate know. Him so much. I know. We've talked about this. Your therapist should probably hear about this a little <laughs> bit more frequently. Also, we need to get back to the question because, good lord, we took a turn. Okay, so kill kill is James Corden all day I don't even feel like I need to explain it but I'm going to um I can't stand him there's something about him that rubs me the wrong way listen I I know that we all like it's probably carpool, how he is in bed as well
0: Ugh. rubbing the wrong way definitely yeah. he is not good at sex no like, there's I, no way there's no, no way there's no way he's mm-hmm. good at sex
1: I feel like most British people aren't good at sex. I don't know where that's coming from, but if, I felt it in my gut, and so I therefore said it on my public podcast. <laughs> there goes
0: our UK contingency. Of, yeah. They're like Brexit and also deeply upsetting sit as well. They're they're done. They're well, leaving. if I'm
1: wrong, then prove it. <laughs> Show us you're good at sex. Gonna a line
0: of Brits outside the studio waiting to like, prove you wrong.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Say it ain't so. Bunch of
0: awkward fucking... like. <laughs> Dudes that watched Notting Hill too many times being like, yeah, I'm just a Brit standing in front of a podcaster asking her to fuck him.
1: Yeah. Like, there's no way Hugh Grant is good at sex. No. Mm -mm. He's not.
0: He he, he is the guy that fucks through a hole in a blanket. Oh, Uh, no. Not because of any kind of, like, weird, like, religious, like, stuff. It's just, literally, he's just so awkward he doesn't want to be seen naked while he's fucking. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: The only person who's good at sex that's British is Colin Firth but I don't feel like he's good at like hardcore sex at all I feel like he's good at love making.
0: love really you think Colin
1: Firth yes he's gonna touch your body in the right way see I
0: see him more as like a really solid cuddler
1: I do, too. But I feel like sometimes that translates into maybe just like maybe slow Sunday morning lovemaking. I'm not disagree.
0: Oh, OK. You know, OK. Colin in that-
1: makes love on a Sunday. But
0: literally only <laughs> on Sundays. It. Yeah. He he's does, not a
1: Saturday night he's guy. He's not a
0: Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> he's not. He's no, not an afternoon delighter at all.
1: No, I don't think so. But I also think that he's like a Wednesday night two glasses of wine sex guy. Where he's just, like, had a little bit of wine and is feeling randy.
0: No, but those are the times where he goes on some, like, long diatribe about your beauty and what it means to him. Where I'll take it. There was a day where I never thought I would meet someone of your potential. And is he Irish in this it, fantasy? We're just going with that, <laughs> oh, whatever okay. accent decided to leave my body. I love it. I wish point. it would
1: have been something else, like Jamaican. <laughs> You're Jamaican calling Boy! Uh, what is this? <laughs> Your flavor, flave?
0: That's no, that's Jamaican apparently. Wow, that's
1: yeah. a flavor, flave, Colin. Firth.
0: like, there was a time, yeah, blood clot. No, that's oh, that's what? that's a Jamaican thing. I think I don't know. I'm gonna stop before <laughs> I get fucking canceled (laughs) we get
1: canceled all the time it's fine it's fine we're ready to get canceled so anyways i'm killing james corden i have no qualms with it at all especially after i mistakenly watched the prom which i knew was a terrible choice and the prom is literally like james corden time traveled back to 1987 and looked up gay stereotypes and then was like I'm going to do it in 2020 and then was that in this godforsaken movie. No
0: I'm backing this up and this is a a hill that I'm willing to die on with you. Mm -hmm. Stop casting James Corden as a gay man. Stop doing it. There are too many gay actors that are fantastic that know how to fucking sing. You don't need to cast James Corden and
1: know how to be a gay person and James Corden literally was like I haven't met a gay person in a million years but I watched an episode of Will and Grace once and I'm Jack now like what the fuck <laughs> was that? That was so painfully. It was upsetting. very painful. Oh my god, I hated it so much. You were in the other room when I watched that, and I just kept like screeching <laughs>
0: like a bird. You reacted like you were watching the news recently. Yeah, pretty
1: much. Of like, oh come on. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it was so rough. Anyways, those are my choices, and I'm sticking to them. And we have just diatribed so hard. Do you disagree?
0: I don't disagree. All
1: right, great. It's deeply upsetting. New Year, same tire fire. Yay. Welcome back to deeply upsetting, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm Amy Bogard.
0: I'm Mike the Hobbit,
1: and we're back, baby. We are. I'm gonna stop saying that. I sound like swingers. Why do I get into that? You
0: need. You need to go one of two ways: either not say "baby" ever again on the episode.
1: I will always say "baby." Or I say can't "baby" not.
0: really hard, like just ever like instead of a period. It's just "baby" at the end
1: of every sentence. Baby? Every
0: sentence, baby.
1: Okay, baby. I can't do it. I'm not that swinger. It's too much. If only I was Vince Vaughn, but alas, I'm not. You're I'm so money, no baby, guard. I are so money, baby, and you don't even know it. I do know it, though. That's the problem. <laughs> the problem is I know that I'm not money. That's that's where I stop myself. My confidence isn't baby level.
0: I need to have somebody come up to me when I'm feeling down and be like, your spare change, baby, and you don't even know it. <laughs> like, just your pocket change. You're I really am. a quarter am. I found in the couch.
1: <laughs> covered in lint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lint quarter, and I know it. <laughs> So we're back. It's a new year. we're gonna be answering your new questions, all the things that you've come up with in the last very eventful week, you know.
0: I'm surprised we have questions me too that aren't related to what's been happening this past week. I'm
1: surprised we have a show when literally life is maybe even more upsetting than we can be, and we're pretty fucking bad.
0: I'm thinking about like it's actually a very good thing that podcasting is a relatively new thing mm-hmm. that people have explored. 'Cause I can't imagine during like World War Two that there was like Polish podcasters being like, you know what's really great? Fucking Polish food. And like doing a <laughs> Polish food review show and they're like, Mmm, fucking
1: pierogies. Pierogies
0: are great. Don't you like how pierogies have like fucking potatoes in them? That's neat. Yeah. And they're just is. talking about how cool fucking cheese is. And they're talking about it and then Nazis and they're just like, (laughs) and and so, yeah, there's uh, Nazis and uh, we're potatoes are cool. Uh, That's our show. Basically, that's what we're doing right (laughs) now. We are that
1: dog in the burning building (laughs) saying this is fine. Yeah. Only we're just trying to make it worse for you. For you. We have decided um, that we are the experts. And so that's why your questions get answered by us. (laughs) People who have no experience in anything
0: whatsoever or are unable to actually get the intro to the show in any oh sooner than God. 20 minutes into the show we've so. tried
1: really hard to be better about that but it always even the one where I was like oh I got this answer usually I have to like workshop it while we're talking yeah. nope I knew the answer and we still went off
0: no we're doing it like Scorsese in the departed where yep. there's like 40 minutes of the movie happens and then the, the fucking dropkick Murphy song drops in while he's in prison there's a whole thing that happened beforehand and people are like wait fuck now you're doing the intro yep like half the movie's gone already that's what we just did
1: deeply upsetting the irishman of podcasts (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure that's what people think yeah they think of our show i hope that's how you describe it to your friends i really
0: hope that's how our intro music starts being received it's just like oh oh fuck i didn't realize that we're halfway into the episode. Like, okay, cool. I guess we're doing the intro. Yep.
1: You know? Time for us to speed through all
0: We where Fuck, Mary, and the whole show, and the last five minutes is when we play the intro. and then we...
1: But honestly, like, this is a good window for people to know what we are like together in real life. Uh, we will just go and then be like, it's been two hours. We've been talking about the same topic for two hours. Time to eat dinner.
0: There was a very nice tweet from uh, Tondi, yes. who's, who's been on Smack My Pitch Up with me. He asked a question and, on this episode. And, Bruce Clues as well, and asked this question on this episode as well, mm-hmm. uh, that listening to the episode, uh, tweeted on some other uh, podcast page about us, uh, that they seem like they definitely just like riff in their life. Correct. That is absolutely true. Yeah. This is just how we are. If you listen to the show, this is literally us basically stopping this to do this, (laughs) and then we starting
1: to record this. Then we
0: hit stop, and then we continue to Mm -hmm, do this. Pretty
1: much, I wish we just wound down and sat in silence after this, but no. The plus side is uh, you listening
0: to this episode. It's like a little moment in time, so you get to enjoy it. Being around us is so obnoxious,
1: insufferable. It's impossible. That's why we stop it in an hour. (laughs) And after an hour, it's just like shut the fuck up, definitely (laughs) forever, which is fair. We get it. We totally do. Okay, now we get into the brass tags, yeah, (laughs) the business.
0: Like twenty-four minutes into the episode, let's uh, let's start the show.
1: It's too soon. Like our New Year's resolutions that we didn't make haven't kicked in yet, so it's fine. This is like a freebie, you know. Um, We're not doing dry January. We're not working out. Like we're doing whatever the fuck we want. I
0: have a a PSA for everyone real quick, uh, just to make sure that we don't start speak on it. Uh, even, even more is that I'm excusing anybody that has any kind of like, uh, substance abuse issues or alcoholism or anything that they're, they're struggling with. Absolutely. You get a fucking pass. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm speaking to the people that are able to drink where it doesn't adversely affect your life. Mm -hmm. Um, don't you fucking dare do a dry January. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? If there was any year, any semblance of events that happened at the same time, <laughs> that would be a good justification to just keep on drinking. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah
1: you're only saying that because we have no semblance of willpower and we want to pretend like everyone doesn't have a semblance of willpower.
0: I don't want to go through the list of why that's correct. This, I know this January, but it, it is. In it fact, is. it's, it's you're, you're good. Yeah. Go ahead and be like, mom, dad, it's fine. Uh, don't worry about me now. Maybe like six, eight months from now, if it's still happening, then we can circle back to this conversation. Mm-hmm. But right now, yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're good.
1: Oh, good. You can tell them that your old pals at Deeply Upsetting encourage yep. their drinking.
0: Send them a link.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And they're like, why is this called fucking James Corden ass fuck? <laughs> they're like, this is just what the show's like. <laughs> Let's not call it that. Though, Let's not call it that. Because I don't yeah. want that to be like a mental image for anybody.
0: Also, there's probably some like parody porn called oh, that. Oh, no. That, yeah.
1: Do not want to watch it.
0: James Cornhole, I think, is actually the parody porn.
1: I hate it. I I really do. Anyway. He
0: sings the whole time.
1: Of course he does. Yeah. Yeah, And just does like a very bad, like weird gay impression. (laughs) That was really upsetting to me. I know. I hated it so much. Why was Meryl Streep there?
0: She she deserves better.
1: She really, most of them did, but especially her. Yeah. She really deserved better. Anyways, if you have questions about uh, my feelings on the prom, I would love to tell you about them. (laughs) Or if you have questions about anything else, because that makes more sense, you can submit them to us in various ways. See how I did that? I tied it back to business. I'm really good at this. You're so good at this. (laughs) Thank you. Here's how you can send them in. Social media is the easiest way. We use it the most. We will ask for your questions before every episode. Um, So feel free to hit us up then. Or if you just have something, it will live forever on the internet and we will find it next time we need a question. You can send us an email at geeksundertheinfluence at gmail.com. Put deeply upsetting in the subject line so we can find it. Or it's a new year and we want some new titties in the inbox. So send us a sexy text. At 804 505 4484, which is 804 505 4 GUI.
0: We want them 2021 titties. Yeah, we
1: want new titties.
0: We want baby new year titties.
1: Okay. Well, that, see, do you see how that was too far? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was too far.
0: Okay. I'm going to pack that back in.
1: Yeah, pack it back in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I apologize for that. Diapers and titties shouldn't be in the same context, really.
1: They really, well, unless that's your thing. Again, no kink shaming.
0: As long as everyone's consensual.
1: And of age, yes.
0: A, well, a baby is not consensual, sorry. No. <laughs> like, Thank like, you for clarifying yeah.
1: for anyone who was wondering. <laughs> so I guess it's uh, about that time to get into the questions. Okay, so I will ask you the first question, and it is coming from a close friend of the podcast, Brandon Betteridge. He asks, would you rather your internal monologue be voiced by Fran Drescher or Gilbert Gottfried? I have thoughts. I know you
0: do I for do. sure. And I don't know if Brandon is aware of how much this hits uh, close to home for you.
1: Why would he know that?
0: I, I don't know. I don't I don't think he, we've we've hung out with them before. I don't know mm-hmm. if uh that was something that was brought up. I don't feel like it was. See,
1: I should bring it up like as soon as I meet people, I think, and that's the lesson that I'm learning from this episode. So thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I feel as far between the two as much as I am of the opinion personally that Fran Drescher's voice is very grating, mm-hmm. there is kind of a not a not a purity to her. Like she's seen stuff, like she's been in the world and stuff. But there's like a a positive definitely kind of, kind of motivation in the way that she kind of approaches things. Mm-hmm. Whereas Gilbert Gottfried is quite the opposite, where he's yes. like depraved, yeah, kind of subsists on the depraved nature of the world <laughs> and. I don't feel like this is that different than just like a uh, dude. And maybe yeah. this is just because we've been watching Big Mouth recently. Right. But <laughs> I feel like that better informs my internal monologue a little bit more is the Gilbert Gottfried of the world, where it's not Wow. Like The filter is incredibly important mm-hmm. because what happens in the in my mind is similar to what Gilbert Godfrey is willing to say aloud. Fair. And mm-hmm. then through the filter, it goes from just like, if I if 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 I had a chance, I would I would shit on those tits and then and then and then come on them or whatever kind of I don't know Gilbert Godfrey thing that he would say, and then wow that turns into just like she's pretty. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's the the filter system that happens in a in a adult uh, straight male's body. I sure. think so. It wouldn't differentiate a whole lot for me from the current attitude it would just be a little more grating of a voice that would <laughs> be in there but the the tone would be similar
1: i get that i understand yeah see i think one of the problems with gilbert Gottfried is that i did listen to some of the videos of him um reading 50 shades of gray out loud yeah so maybe just too sexy like just way too sexy way
0: too sexy yeah
1: i can't shake that all that's all <laughs> i think about now so I'm, I'm not going to attempt a gilbert godfrey impression Yours was actually surprisingly good.
0: Sure. We'll, we'll go with that. I'll I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> yep. Cool. <laughs> if there's one thing that I can do in life, it's apparently Gilbert Gottfried impressions, <laughs> which is not what I wanted. So.
1: <laughs> we can't push away our gifts, you know? Like, that's not Even fair. if you want to desperately.
0: <laughs> I don't mean the guy that's known, like, I there's other podcasts I'm on, and I've tried to do, like, Stallone. I've tried to do, like... Oh, I've heard accents. Nothing. Yeah, can't I, do I, shit. No, can't do anything. Mm-mm. Gilbert Godfrey, though, <laughs> I got that shit
1: down. We all have our strengths in this life. <laughs> no, yeah. No. hate to break it to you, but your 2021 revelation is <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. If you just hone it a little bit, you'll be right there. I feel like
0: we could will into existence that I like shrink and become like decidedly more Jewish. Mm-hmm. And then just become Gilbert Godfrey. Like, I can be a Gilbert Godfrey, like, Im- impression guy. Like, impersonator. I'm, I'm impersonator of Gilbert Godfrey.
1: See, maybe not. Um, I feel like that's taking it, like, a hundred steps too far. <laughs> Let's just leave it at start that. With, like... That impression is not terrible.
0: Squinting my eyes and rubbing my forehead. <laughs> oh, no. Like, start with that. Like, every every time that I'm about to say something while recording, it's...
1: Well... Say well, anything, the, the thing,
0: and I'm actually doing the thing right now. I know um, you are.
1: Oh, the thing with the okay. okay, I take it back. It's not that good. Stop doing it okay. <laughs> forever because <laughs> it's too sexy. Also, oh,
0: it was like leading into Jerry Lee, uh, Jerry Lewis mm-hmm. via Gilbert Godfrey right towards the end there. Yeah, so yeah,
1: so close. Yeah. Don't hone (laughs) in. I changed my mind completely. That's fair. I can't walk around just thinking of you reading Fifty Shades of Grey out loud all the time. We would never be able to have this personal business relationship that we have.
0: (laughs) This very professional business relationship. (laughs) It's extremely professional. Speaking of relationships, you do have a relationship with Fran Drescher emotionally. That's my bitch. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I love Fran Drescher. Um, I understand and I appreciate everyone's opinions on her besides the fact that in real life, She is a bad bitch. And if you don't know about anything that she's like been through or done, you should do some research because that bitch is incredible. Like she is a, like one of the strongest women. She's amazing. Anyways, that has nothing to do with anything. I was raised on the nanny and I love it. And I feel like it was very formative in my sense of humor. And also what I wish was my sense of style because she dresses impeccably on that show. But if you've ever watched like uh you know a nick at night she dresses like a mob wife yeah i love it it's amazing <laughs> she dresses like a mob wife mixed with like miss frizzle from magic school bus oh definitely where she loves like a good pattern that goes from fucking neck to toe yeah <laughs> i love that okay. for her. okay that's fair <laughs> it's very quirky but also like sexy everything was like crazy form fitting oh so great so much character
0: now i'm just like daydreaming about miss frizzle from the magic school bus in a form-fitting dress and i'm like into that shit so fucking hard
1: that makes perfect sense you are totally a, i want to fuck miss frizzle guy i would fuck miss frizzle so much honestly same but here's the problem and then i would like thank
0: her afterwards but not in that like thank you for fucking me kind of way but in that like soulful like i feel like i've grown as a person from having this experience kind of moment
1: i have terrible news for you though and I like, I feel I've learned this. about white blood
0: cell counts <laughs> and also have had a, a spiritual experience <laughs> fucking your vagina with my penis. Wow. Miss <laughs> Frizzle.
1: Good lord. Yeah. My bad news for you, and I feel this, like, deep in my core, like, 100% of my being, is that Miss Frizzle is, in fact, a lesbian. She definitely is. So it's probably never going to happen for you. But it <sighs> might happen for me, and then I'll tell you about it.
0: No, you're you're one hundred percent right. She's like the the like nerdy. She's like, like a
1: cottage core lesbian.
0: Like, like cottage core lesbian. she yeah. She's like the lesbian that has like the buck wild lesbian wife. Yeah. Like she's married to Joan Jett. Oh
1: <gasps> yes. Like
0: Miss Frizzle is one hundred percent married to Joan Jett.
1: I love that for them.
0: Joan Jet's like wide open, mm-hmm. like rock star, mm-hmm. tons of charisma, like yep. out there, like making crowds of people come we'll sing i love rock and roll just like men women anywhere in between yes just come for me and they're like we will joe jet and just like yeah and then comes home sweaty tired Mm -hmm. there's miss frizzle being like baby let me tell you about the fucking solar system And she's like yeah tell me about it will i go to sleep and she just like fingers joe jet and then they pass out and it's a beautiful relationship
1: wow Honestly, what a fantasy. Like, <laughs> that is the relationship of my dreams. And the shitty thing is I'm neither of them. Like I'm not a Joan Jett. <laughs> I do not have like the the Joan Jettitude to make a crowd of people come. But also I'm dumb. So I'm not By the this way, frizzle I'm either. I'm writing
0: it down. I need for the hashtag Joan Jettitude to be a thing.
1: <laughs> I have no Joan Jettitude. But also I have no frizzleitude. That doesn't work as much. But I'm neither of them. And that's a huge bummer. I'm just kind of like their friend that they think is funny and quirky. That is like, I want what you two have. And they're like, yeah, everyone does.
0: You're the, what was it, Six from like Blossom?
1: I don't know that reference. Uh, I'm so sorry. Was it
0: uh, Gibbler from uh, Full House? Oh,
1: yes. I'm totally a Kimmy Gibbler. (laughs) 100%. I really am. And they're like, she's sweet. One day she'll find someone.
0: Like, okay, cool. Thanks for being here randomly for no reason. Great. You just walk into her home now.
1: Pretty much. I'm like, I thought of something funny that you guys would like. And they're like, we're having a very intense relationship right now. Could you leave?
0: You're the neighborhood friend that starts calling your friend's mom, mom.
1: Yep. (laughs) I am. It kind of
0: speaks to what your relationship at home is.
1: (laughs) I call them like Auntie Joan and Auntie Frizzle. And they're like, you are our age. Please stop doing that. We are not your aunt. I'm like, love you guys so much.
0: Joan's like, I love rock and roll. And you're like, and I love you, Joan.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Like, hugging her leg. And she's like, You're my height. Like, why are you (laughs) hugging my leg? This is weird.
1: I'm like, You're a badass. She's like, I know. But Miss Frizzle is also like an intellectual badass. God, I love this fictional relationship. I do too. I I really love it.
0: I need some slash fiction written about Miss Frizzle and Joan Jett.
1: I'm on it. I'm on my Wattpad right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on my fucking live journal. (laughs) Everyone log into my Zanga later. Yeah. (laughs) I'll tell you all about it (laughs) in my fantasies.
0: So what even are we talking about right
1: now? <laughs> Couldn't tell you, honestly. This episode is off the rails, but great. I'm Love having it. so much
0: fun, though. So, me too. Um, this is 2020. I'm definitely a Gilbert Godfrey. You are a friend, Resher, Absolutely. Is what we've if considered. you've ever
1: like laid in bed on a sick day and watched like a fucking Nickelodeon marathon of The Nanny, after a while, it is so comforting. Her voice is so fucking comforting. <laughs> and that is what I will say, is I feel like she would probably make me like sassier and like take no prisoners-esque and I need that so there you go I could really learn something from my internal monologue being Fran Drescher so Brandon thank you okay
0: I will actually put into context because we were talking about this recently about the way that Jack Black really like builds up kids in School of Rock yeah where he like tells them like you do you you fucking do this shit if there was like a, a fashion school version of that Yes. Uh, instead of rock and roll, it was fashion mm-hmm. that Fran Drescher did, where mm-hmm. it's just like, we got to do like, I I have to, there's a, a, a fashion show thing that I got us like hooked up for and did like basically the school rock story, but with fashion. Yes. She would be the Jack Black in that thing. A hundred percent. I couldn't see another actor or actress doing that.
1: No, and I was definitely going to like role play a scenario, but then I realized that I would have to do a friend dresser voice and see, I accept the fact that impressions are not my deal. So I just shy away from them. Love your courage. Love your fortitude, (laughs) but it's not for me. Okay. (laughs) It's not the life for me.
0: A further proof that you are smarter than me to (laughs) know where your limits are and to like, like skidding, like. Tokyo Drift style to the edge of a cliff and stopping just before it's too late <laughs> is you. And I'm the one being like, fuck it, hold my hand, Thelma. And just, and Thelma is just... A, a really bad British accent that I'm holding <laughs> hands with as I just jump over the cliff. You are
1: such a Louise.
0: <laughs> yeah, I am such i a...
1: I'm smart but I'm still not frizzle smart, unfortunately. My best, best case scenario is that, yes, they let me like pop over sometime for like homemade desserts and also maybe one time they have a couple drinks and I'm the unicorn. That would be like <laughs> ultimate best case scenario. Amazing.
0: Like they both fucked you once like mm-hmm. eight years ago mm-hmm. and now you are basically like you're mowing their lawn oh yeah uh like not even figuratively like actually physically mowing mm-hmm. their lawn and doing the gardening for free yes just because just in case there's a chance that they're just like lemonade's delicious let's fuck the gardener yes <laughs> you're just yes. waiting for it like
1: remember how fun that was <laughs> and they're like it was okay
0: <laughs> you look over there's 30 other women doing stuff around the house, like painting like repaving the driveway <laughs> you're like but the
1: good news is we all start a book club <laughs> right <laughs> so that's Something for all of us. <laughs> and then we go home and masturbate. Yeah. Clearly. Furiously. Furiously. Yeah. Crimaxing. Every fucking time.
0: I really want crimaxing to be the name of this episode. But... <laughs> that could be the name of every episode.
1: <laughs> you want to ask the next question? I don't even Tire know fire. anymore.
0: Yeah. This is uh I'm I'm having so much fun. Okay, the second one is uh from our friend that we mentioned earlier. Uh, Tandy mm-hmm. was nice enough. Um, uh, my handle is Jonathan Blade. Is his podcast? So definitely check that out.
1: Okay, truly my favorite like podcast name. It sounds so fucking cool. It sounds so much cooler than I will ever be. It's amazing.
0: It sounds like a sci-fi original action movie where right. there's like a moment where there's like an explosion and then there's an actor that turns and goes like my handle. Is Jonathan Blade?
1: It sounds like a sci-fi John Wick to me, honestly. Like
0: sci-fi, like hacker. Like he's oh, a hacker. Oh yeah, hacker, hacker that, John Wick. Hacker John Wick. Yes. His name is Jonathan Blade.
1: Also played by Keanu, unsurprisingly.
0: That weirdly looks nothing like Tandy. Actually, nothing, nope. no, nothing at all <laughs> like Tandy. So, um.
1: <laughs> but don't we all want to look like Keanu? No, honestly, now <laughs> I just want to see day.
0: like Tondi do some like badass like gun fu- gunfu, fu <laughs> action <laughs> moments yes <laughs> but like a real life version where like 12 seconds of it he's like i'm so tired
1: <laughs> just oh my god please make Does like
0: happen. really badass shit like don't get me wrong like really yeah. impressive yeah. like acrobatic gung fu stuff but it's like 12 seconds he's like i can't breathe <laughs> this is so much
1: like this really honest he's just being shot out and just like <laughs> casually hides and is like i guess this will do
0: I, I'm going to, yeah, like I found I found a little corner that I can like sink into and I hopefully it'll just go away. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I would watch it. Very realistic.
0: Realistic John Wick uh, short film. Yeah. So Tondi. Yes. Asked a question. Um, the question is, what is the biggest thing that you that you think you could keister? hmm Which we both read as Kaiser at one point, which is a different thing entirely. We've talked about how we're dumb. It's fine. We are very dumb. A keister meaning like shove into your butthole. Yes. Into your 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 cavity. Anal cavity, anal mm-hmm. cavity there. Uh, walk in style like mm-hmm. from Pulp Fiction. Yep. Long term. Like walk around and live your life keistering. So and I feel like that's a, a definitely question. important part of that question is like yeah. walk around and live your life. It's not like what do you think you can fit in your butt? Right. Because that's a different question. Yeah. That uh, requires some some like wherewithal to figure out the answer for
1: also where to begin <laughs> yeah,
0: right? we're talking about stuff
1: that for
0: like 10 years 15 years 20 mm-hmm. years can just be inside your butt
1: so the problem is when i'm thinking about this question is obviously i went to like various like small vegetables or whatever like your typical dildo adjacent things sure um but then i thought about it and i was like but also how do i become useful for like the first time in my whole life like what can i have inside my butt that might be useful to someone at some point in time and i thought about the smallish um flashlight that every dad has like 12 of them hidden around the house oh like just in case of the power
0: keychain but it's like mm, it's I a, went little... a little bit
1: bigger than that it's okay. got a little power to okay. it like right. in case of i'm thinking like a zombie apocalypse or like a you know Riot at the Capitol kind of situation. Okay. <laughs> like, who knows? And you need a flashlight for some purposes. I'm ready. I have it.
0: <laughs> I want that moment to occur. Yeah. Where, like, not even the apocalypse, but you're like, there's, there's like weird protest stuff happening. You're in a building, the power goes out. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, fuck, we don't know where to go. And you know, you have a flashlight inside your butt.
1: Well, yeah. Well, like, somebody pulls out their iPhone and is like, I have a, ki- I have a flashlight. And I'm like, <laughs> move aside. I've got the big
0: dog. I like that you think that that is how you're going to approach it? Like Uh, you're going to be like a level of confidence like, oh, move aside. I just so happen to have a small flashlight inside my butt. Yep. And just like in front of people, pull the flashlight out and be like good to go. Yeah. Like you're not going to be like sheepishly like,
1: excuse me.
0: And try to find an office privately. Well, maybe I would
1: be able to like, maybe I would have a newfound confidence if I had something in my butt at all times. Like maybe that would change something within me because I feel like there's that level of confidence. Of having something inside your butt. It's like if I was walking around with those. Um, shit. What are they called? The um, the balls that you can like put inside your vagina. Oh, the Benoit balls. Benoit balls. Yeah. yeah. It's like if I was walking around with Benoit balls inside me at all times. And I was just like at a fucking coffee shop. I wouldn't be like, oh, excuse me. Can I have a try, please? Like I usually am. I would be like, uh, hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there are people that do walk around with butt plugs right, inside of their exactly. body all the time. Exactly. And- that's fair.
1: I feel like it would probably just make me feel more interesting. Therefore, I would read as more interesting. It would huh. be like my little private, confident, weird, sexy flashlight secret. That's not Flashlight sexy. secrets is also <laughs> That's really not good. not sexy. That's like a weird dad fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if I could have a flashlight on me at all times, how would I do it? <laughs> just put it right in my keister.
0: You know, like I'm going to shove like a fucking Swiss army <laughs> knife up my ass. And be yeah. like I'm always prepared. <laughs> until like the toothpick comes out and tears oh, the inside no. of my body yeah no
1: see a flashlight hopefully won't do that unless like the battery explodes. that's why and or i
0: feel like there was probably some thought there as far as like the shape of it where a flashlight you might get some like uh, rough movement but you're yeah. not going to get any kind of like tearing and overall from a i'm thinking
1: of those ones that are probably like i don't know 5 inches long where they're like kind of skinny yeah like the handle itself is kind of skinny and then the flashlight part isn't that much bigger but it like packs a punch baby <laughs> like, yeah. it's a it's illuminating
0: <laughs> wow <laughs> was i really hope that there was a plan for the illuminating joke that started at the beginning of this and you no. just found it towards the end
1: there really was no plan whatsoever this is just right off the cuff see i'm already better and i don't even have it in my butt i'm just thinking about it <laughs> and you're already better my potential is unreal see i'm looking for a new job right now maybe my confidence in finding a new job would be so much different if i had something in my butt all the time
0: and for me i think and i've been thinking about this what would be the right choice for me and i feel like a uh like a roll like a roll of quarters but instead of a roll of quarters it'd be like fucking gold bullion like like fucking like pirate gold nice like rolled into a roll where i know that even even if I didn't change my my station in life right now, where there's there's a reason why I can't spend this gold bullion right now. Right, right, like, right. Th- th- there's something happening yeah. where, like, I don't stolen or something, but, like, it's got to be hidden. FBI is, like, raiding my house all the time, looking for it. They're like, I don't know where it is. And I'm like, yeah, me neither. Like, I don't know why. Like, look at my house. I, <laughs> I, I d- don't even have an espresso machine. Why would I have gold bullion? <laughs> like, that's, that's nonsense. And just like, hmm. And all the time inside of my anal cavity is like $1.2 million in pirate gold. Wow. Like just ready to go. Ready to go. Wow. And and there would be a certain confidence to that where I feel like I could be poor better. Yeah. If I just knew that one day the gold inside of my butt mm-hmm. would afford me a better life. Like the, I've just yes. got to wait enough time enough time for that that gold to like be pooped out and sure. then and then yeah. everything's going to be better yes like I, I make the same amount of money that i do now be comfortably poor right and be like but walk with a certain level of like
1: gold in my ass level gold yeah gold
0: in my ass attitude
1: which by the way a quick question side note and this is just me truly perplexed is it bullion like chicken bouillon? I thought it was like bullion. Bullion?
0: Bullion. Uh, I don't know.
1: Now I want to know. I feel like I fucked it up.
0: We, well, You know what? Actually, I might have fucked it up as well, in which case, like seasoning your rice with gold bouillon <laughs> yeah, is an exactly. interesting choice. It's for
1: rich it's people It's like seasoning. absorbing
0: into my butthole, and I'm like, the sodium, and it's <laughs> <laughs> falling apart. It's for
1: rich white people. It has no flavor, but it costs None. so much money. So much money. <laughs> I Just don't want to know. know.
0: I, uh, listeners, please tell us please if it's bullion us. or or. bully.
1: I thought bu- it was like bullion. Bullion. Now I'm questioning everything I've ever thought.
0: I I did not check the way it said before. Well, that's on you, buddy. <laughs> coming up with my uh, my wrapped in paper. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely not dissolving inside of my butt. No. Shooting out single coins.
1: <laughs> that's a party trick, though. <laughs> that's. A- People love that.
0: I'm shitting gold coins. Like I'm in a Mario Brothers game. Ooh, yeah.
1: cool. <laughs> Serious party trick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you like set it up somehow that you're like on a date. And you're like, you know, um, do you ever play like, uh, uh what are they called? The uh, Mario games ever? Ever heard of those? And she's like, yeah, of course. And you're like, oh, cool. We should play sometime. And then you're like, isn't it so cool that you just kind of like. Releases those gold coins all the time. This is like your move. Yeah,
0: like,
1: and she's like, "That's cool. I'm gonna keep it, and we're not gonna have sex."
0: Definitely. Also, that's one of those moves where there's like so much buildup to the move yeah. where it makes the move, even if it is really cool, mm-hmm. is no longer cool.
1: No, we there's played just too a much whole up, video game. A
0: whole video game. To do just for you to <laughs> shit a gold coin. Cool. There is a shit-covered gold coin of, (laughs) at this point, no idea how much the value. It could be, like, literally, like, something that you got at Chuck E. Cheese. It's depreciated. It's depreciated, (laughs) for sure.
1: It needs to be bleached.
0: It's been deficiated, Oh, uh, no.
1: No. Yeah, afraid so. That level of wordplay is unacceptable, sir.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, a, a... or wrapped mm-hmm. uh,
1: gold coinage, gold coinage, mm-hmm.
0: gold bullion or bu- bullion. I don't know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I just of was a very cool
0: <laughs> And you are rocking a flashlight, flashlight, flashlight. <laughs> cool, cool, good, good time, good time.
1: We do different things. A
0: uh, dollar store,
1: <laughs> I'm
0: broke, bitch, junk drawer emergency <laughs> flashlight. I what...
1: cleaned it first <laughs> before I put it in my butt. <laughs>
0: rocked some like hand sanitizer that you rubbed it down with before shoving it up your keister.
1: But the confidence that it gave me, priceless. That's true.
0: <laughs> it lit up your life a little bit.
1: <laughs> it lit me up from within. Yeah. Definitely.
0: The light shines within.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's important.
1: Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately,
0: for those listening, we have one more question. We do, yes. To, uh,
1: <laughs> it's not to deliver to the world, yeah. Okay, so friend of the podcast and D and D master, D D uh, master Jack Kaplan asked: Post apocalyptic cannibals are cooking you for a feast to honor their nuclear bomb made god. You're allowed one request. How do you want to be cooked and served? That's I love it.
0: I I love this question because I love cooking and I love the post apocalypse, so I've never really considered how I would want to be cooked. Right, no. And I have a I have a couple ideas. Do, okay. you, do
1: you have anything that you're
0: leaning towards? No, tell
1: me your ideas your, first. Okay,
0: so um I'm a, I'm a bit of a chub I'm chubby <laughs> chubby of a man. I'm not like problematically chubby. Like I I still get around okay, but I I get a little little girth to me. So I'm thinking about um some of the meats that I like to cook that are a little bit fattier mm-hmm. and I think there are certain cuts that mm-hmm. you really want to focus on. Sure. But also you can do a really nice reduction of some of that fat. Mm. So I think it's going to be like a pig style kind of approach to things where Got I'm going to have like the the uh, the bacon strip kind of aspects of my body mm-hmm. going to be able to be fried up really nice or wrapped around other parts of me. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to do kind of like a uh, a slow smoked uh, hobbit bacon wrapped like
1: is this like a whole roast kind of thing like a like a pig on a spit kind of deal
0: not quite pig on a spit it's more like uh they okay a good example is um when I, I went to a friend's bachelor party and we made a thing called the bacon explosion sure which was a uh, ground sausage that we cooked bacon and put bacon in the middle and then laid out like this big flat of ground uh sausage and put the bacon in the middle and rolled it into like a log And then did a bacon weave and then wrapped that on the outside of the ground sausage and then put it in plastic and let it kind of congeal together in the, in the fridge, like set. And then we slow smoked it for four hours. Wow. And then cut it off in a hunk. So it was like bacon on the outside that was slow smoked and then the sausage and then the cooked bacon in the middle. And it was incredible. How are you alive? So I want to have a hobbit explosion (laughs) where there's like. Of course you do parts of viscera that are like cooked all the way through in the middle and then like the ground parts of meat of mm-hmm, meat that are mm-hmm. like a little bit fatty so the, the the grease really kind of like cooks off mm-hmm. and cooks down there's as like a being, richness Yeah, there's a richness to mm-hmm. it and then the, the just the the hobbit uh shreds that are wrapped around it in a, in a weave oh a hobbit God. weave as it were wow yeah
1: that is not the explanation i was expecting okay but i'm into it okay I love it. I would like my body to be used in some sort of a competition, um, like a chili cook-off type thing. Um, But chili isn't really my deal. So what I would prefer, I believe, is some sort of a curry cook-off because that is 100% my deal. So I would love for somebody to turn me into like, an Indian curry someone to turn me into a Thai curry a Japanese curry and there's like a curry competition with whatever parts of me they think would you know deal the best with what they're trying to do and then someone chooses the winner from a different part of my body
0: so I love it there's like a cooking show where there's like that little room with all the yes. different vegetables and stuff and there's just like naked dead you yeah on a table yeah like splayed open
1: looking awesome
0: just like just open and ready for business delicious with all the different parts of your body available to be like just chunked out yes, and uh and thrown into used
1: for whatever yeah so if somebody wants to use like my pork belly part (laughs) they could do that (laughs) if somebody wants to use like the fucking head cheese (laughs) kind of situation they could do that doing bogart feet but they have to make it into a curry a curry that's the rules and then it'll be blind taste tested and people don't have to know like what parts it came from it's just about the technique and the confidence level. Wow. But I would truly, I love a good cooking show and I love trash. So I would love for my body to be able to used be used one last time in a trashy way.
0: Wow. What
1: a dream for me. I'll never be on a cooking show because it's not my forte. So why not give of my body to the cooking show? Well,
0: I feel like there's a commonality between the two ways that we want to be handled mm-hmm. uh, while being cannibalized mm-hmm. by other people. And that's that there's a certain level of importance being put on the usage of our bodies as Mm, food. mm -hmm. Where you are, the competition itself is Mm -hmm. understanding what part of your body is being used uh, and there's going to be different... Levels of difficulty. Difficulty Mm -hmm. based on, um, and also considerations as to what style of uh, curry that they're making, on what type of Mm -hmm. body part they're going to be using. Uh, There's a lot of consideration about you in that conversation. And with me on the same way is that even if it's not necessarily uh there are minus the sausage part which is just all whatever yeah, left it's over mm-hmm.
1: um
0: there is a consideration about like there there's time there's energy mm-hmm. there's uh there's a lot of thought put into anything that you're slow smoking that right. you're they're really taking time to make sure that it's cooked slowly over a period of time there's a lot of like attention and yeah. time being yeah. put into it so if i am going to be cannibalized murdered mm-hmm. for my for my meats my, my, my my body meets, mm-hmm. then, uh, Jesus. then at the very least I would hope that it wouldn't be like a fucking microwave, a hot dog no. kind of level of interest in it so much as it is like a, no, let's make the best of this. If we yeah. are going to eat another human being, let's take the time and the energy to do it. Right. Right. Cut away from the spine. You don't want to go anywhere near the spine because no. there's all sorts of like issues with meats near the spine. It can cause like, um, actually that, that is actually a thing that it can cause like, a. Issues within your body. Uh, there are tribes of people that have like ticks and stuff. That uh, degenerative diseases from eating meat that has been uh, cut too close to the spine. What? Yeah, it's a thing.
1: I did not know that. I will be researching that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know the specific name of it, but there's ne- neurological uh, problems that occur from people that eat human meat that is uh, that is too close to the spinal column.
1: That is so crazy. Army Hammer, are you taking notes?
0: Yeah, Army Hammer. <laughs> Great callback! That is fantastic. Thank you, Army Hammer. If later in his life he develops like levels of ticks,
1: oh my god, that
0: means he has murdered and eaten a girlfriend.
1: I think I wouldn't be that surprised once I read the DMs. <laughs> he is committed to the bit.
0: He is committed to the
1: bit. Maybe too far. Who knows? TBD. If we, he has ticks in a few years, you heard it here first, folks.
0: It is also amazing that so timely jack with this question about cannibalism that was he delivered this question before the army hammer stuff yes that's new
1: Mm -hmm. great job jack you prescient little thing
0: ahead of the curve ahead of the curve definitely fantastic
1: (laughs) what a perfect way to wrap up this beautiful (laughs) episode this absolute gem (laughs) and bringing it back to army hammer are you okay (laughs) i don't think so (laughs) therapy is good and you can afford it so you let's do that. Yeah. And hopefully, anybody who listens to this show can also afford it. Um, but thank you for listening anyway, even oh. though we fucked you up beyond belief.
0: Also, after therapy, if you have any additional funds, make sure to check out the T Public page with yeah. our deeply upsetting designs and designs from all of the other shows on the network, as well as just like specialty designs that we do that mm-hmm. are available on the page. So There's like 30 plus designs on our T Public page. That's available at GUI podcast.com slash store.
1: Great segue. That was excellent.
0: Also, uh, we are donating all of our profits that we get from our t shirt designs currently uh, to the Holly Fund, which yep. helps local restaurants in the Richmond area get through uh, the hard times that they're dealing with. Um, and we're restaurant workers primarily. Right. Yeah. Uh, during COVID. Mm-hmm. So there's people that are really hard up working yep. limited hours during this time. So um, we're doing our best to kind of throw money where it helps yep. so you can get your designs from deeply upsetting and other Mm -hmm. shows and uh also help out the local richmond restaurant scene as well
1: exactly slash store yeah and you should rate review and subscribe to us if you're not already then fucking get on it but also all the other shows on the network they are absolutely amazing and they probably won't fuck you up as much as this one does so there you go
0: this show fucks me up and (laughs) i'm on the show i know
1: <laughs> the worst part is, this is what we're like all the time. So we're just truly trash. But if you want to listen to people that are slightly more adjusted than us, GUI you can get all of those. And last but not least, a special shout out, as per usual, to our homeboy that we don't know, Jason Farnham, for yeah. doing our theme music. It's Fuck called yeah, payday Jason. and it's jaunty as hell. It's jaunty. That shit is jaunty. <laughs> <laughs> for the first episode of 2021, thank you all so much again for listening. I'm Amy Bogard.
0: I'm Mike the Hobbit. And
1: this has been deeply upsetting for sure.
0: Guipodcast.com <laughs> with the... In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters keyman man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with Mary Ness. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up, available anywhere you get your podcasts. Coming straight from the mouths of Madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. Hey, guys. Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, The Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent, so remember, join us or cry.